0: veil as you open the door as you open the gate you're able to get your first glimpses into the grand passage this is a huge ring that surrounds the castle there are bright tapestries ribbons lamps of various colors just hanging everywhere along the wall that separates the passage from the palace there are guards posted at every entrance and just passing through this area just are the citizens, are the visitors, are just normal people. There's lots of humans, halflings, there's some scattered celestials, grown giants, and they all seem to be in very good moods. And there are a lot of birds, like a lot of birds, pigeons, crows, starlings, some small hawks. And I think people who have spent time in the city before know like more than is normal. Where are we all going? What are we doing?
1: We're heading out to the guild.
0: Okay. As you're passing through the crowds, everyone go ahead and roll Perception. Let's start in the middle. Darvin. 20. Yolana, 21. Gotta show up, Darvin. Arnis.
2: 23.
0: (laughs) Vale. 17. Oh, I was hoping for a 22 in there. And a nice tight <laughs> grouping. But no, all in all, very, very good. I think Vale might just be a little bit more focused on getting back to the guild house. Oh, Vale's childhood home. We're
1: <laughs> <I'm laughs> okay. trying to think
0: about it. Anyways, aside from that, I'm trying to think who here on this list has Ioana actually met, as opposed to Darfin and Aranis. And there are a few. Especially since Elon has been through Karami before and has met some of those folks. But Darwin, Iolana, Aranis, most of these people here are strangers. Just everyday citizens. Maybe they look like they've had a particularly great day. Maybe somebody looks particularly drunk, particularly fit, particularly happy. But none of, most of these people, most, are just strangers. But you do catch a few familiar faces as you're walking through the city. Faces such as young Seth Ordone, the son of the bookkeepers back in Karami, Kashmaral, he's kind of hard to miss, Ray Meyer and Holly Faithful, oh, Sorrow and Court from the Frost Swamps. And mm, he's a little tall. He's a little awkward. He sticks out just a little bit more than he wants to, but One of my personal favorite NPCs from quite some time ago, our half-celestial friend, Talia Tolu.
1: I'm very concerned that all these people are just milling about
0: right now. Well, there's a huge announcement from the king. Like, tomorrow, the king is set to make a huge announcement. People are interested.
2: It means that there's, like, representatives from places that have come to hear it. Mm -hmm.
0: Why are there representatives from Karami here, though? Some in a more official capacity than not.
2: Just, yeah, there you go. But if you Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, but if you want to know more, you actually have to go and talk to some of these people. I mean. Which seems dangerous.
2: Just because you don't follow the king doesn't mean you don't need to know what he's up to.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: I still am very, Vale doesn't believe for a second that any of this is legit right now. There's something going on.
2: Vale hasn't but, seen any of them. I don't know. I'm, or did they?
0: Probably just not as many of the faces. Oh, okay. So Vale still rolled a 17. I guess. But didn't catch every single one of them. Vale probably saw Sorrow and Court because Vale had a good time with them. They made a nice little posse to go kick Darvin's friends' asses. But yeah, if you want to stop and talk to any of these people, by all means. No. But if you just want to keep heading towards the human burrow, go right ahead.
2: I really would like love to stop and talk to Talia Tolu, but we can. not do that.
0: Mm. okay. All right. Traveling through the Grand Passage, you make your way over to the entrance to the Human Burrow, um, which is the Human Burrow, the entrance to which is right between the Goblin and the Monstrosity Burrows, both of which are locked and have big signs on those gates that say no entrance. Trespassers will be arrested. But if you want to head into the Human Burrow, we can go ahead and do that. I think once we're in there, we don't really have to worry about sneaking around, because this area is not off-limits. Oh, nice. We can head right to that guildhouse.
2: Let's do it.
0: Okay. Great. Well, if Ilana's been here before, then all of you, except for Sam and Carolina, find it familiar. You've either been here in person, or you've been here in Vale's memories. What do we want to do in this guildhouse?
1: Mm, Vale's intention is to use the guild for reconnaissance before we move on the king.
0: Okay. Do other people have other thoughts or other things that they want to get done in here?
2: Hmm. I don't think so. That sounds like a pretty succinct summary of what we would want from them.
0: Okay. In which case, who all is going to go see a guild representative to start setting this up? I know at least Vale is. Is everybody going with Vale?
1: Yolanda's going to definitely go also because, you know, her father's part of the main reason why this is happening.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I would defer to Vale and Iolana and basically just tell them, like, if you want me there, I'll be there. But if I shouldn't be there, I'm like, it's up to you. Same. I'm not going to come if they
0: don't think I should. Yeah. Are people allowed to come? I think
1: the way it would work is protocol would dictate that, like, the assassin be the one that go to speak to the guild head about something like this. Mm -hmm. which Vale would remind Yolana of as Yolana is like, yes, we all have to go because we have to save my father. So Yolana begins to drop a little bit of that pretense and goes like, no, we're close. We have to do this. Let's all go. And Vale's like, no, that's not how this is done. And you know that. Mm -hmm. And instead suggests that like everyone wait here in the common (laughs) room The two assassins go and invite the guild leader to come to a larger conversation if they are willing to, but stick to the pretense.
0: Aww. So, the other four are not given permission to go right to the guild master here.
1: I think especially the capital guild is, like, much more formalized in how it deals with things, and Vale knows
0: that. Okay. Is anybody going to object and insist? Nah. Nope. I think Carolina would say something like half under her breath. She definitely wants Vale and Ilana to hear it. Like, we all came this way and we all have to wait in the lobby. Did she say
2: that? Wait, did she say that loud enough for all of us to hear?
0: Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's not muttering I, like, under her breath to herself. She's muttering under her breath to the group.
2: I will look straight back at her and be like, you know, you're in the... Assassin's Guild, right? Like I just want to check and make sure you know where you're at. Mm-hmm. I'm not anti- sh- I'm not meaning to antagonize her. I'm just kind of like half chuckling as I say it, like, come on, bro, really?
0: Uh-huh. She sure does. <laughs> and with that she uh she separates out into Carolina and to scratch, and scratch goes wandering off again. Uh, His scratch starts
1: to go wandering. <laughs> Veil vale will pull her crossbow and point it right at the cat and say, oh, you need to keep your cat with you or I will end it.
0: <laughs>
2: I was just having a little fun. Got real, real quick in here.
0: Um, would you like to roll something for that veil? Intimidation, it Whatever sure sounds it's like.
1: like it. It's definitely intimidation. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, if that's not intended to be, then you framed it very awkwardly, but go ahead.
1: Oh, that's a seven.
2: Ooh.
0: She says, Scratch didn't mean any harm. And she extends an arm. Scratch runs over and just climbs up her arm and sits on her shoulder. She kind of like leans over her sh- like turns her head over to her shoulder. Gives Scratch a little, little scritch. And then we'll
1: sheave their crossbow in their hip holster and say, and I meant nothing personal. You need to realize where you are though. And wandering is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's a flip. It's like, cold I will kill you to like, hey, we're friends. You should know this thing.
0: No, she understands. She understands. And the two of you go off to go see the guildmaster? Yep. All right. <sighs> that was tense.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I am very uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> vale and Ilana head down the hall. You hear a door close as they go into the guildmaster's office. And immediately, Scratch takes off in the in a different direction. <sighs> Seriously, what are you doing? Just having a look around. All
2: right. Okay. I know you were being sassy and I was playing with you before, but like, seriously, you understand that you're in the Assassin's Guild, right? These people don't fuck around.
0: I understand.
2: Okay. So if they find a random cat wandering around and your cat gets killed, that's on you. You understand that, right?
0: We'll be fine.
2: Okay, you also know that I'm going to tell Vale that your cat went wandering, right? God!
0: Ooh. Oh, you narc.
2: Fuck yeah, I don't want to get killed because her cat fucking went wandering. I'm going to tell on her the second I can.
0: <sighs> but
2: not to any random person. I'm going to tell Vale. but shit's going down if you don't get that cat back.
0: Do you want to roll persuasion or intimidation?
2: I'm not really trying to intimidate her. It's not that's not really my jam. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really just it's persuasion.
0: Okay, yeah. By all means, go ahead and roll persuasion.
2: That is a 26.
0: She sighs. She rolls her eyes a little bit. <sighs> Fine. We'll play it safe. And no sooner did Scratch disappear around a corner than Scratch comes back. And climbs on top of a bookshelf Just like perched up there watching over the room Alright Better?
2: For you, yes
0: (laughs) I thought we were Considered guests
2: Uh, you are? That doesn't mean we can just Wander (laughs) anywhere we
0: like I'm sorry, have you not met a cat Before? (laughs) I have. <laughs> Honestly, Scott, I wish that as players
1: we could give you inspiration because you're right. That's exactly how a cat would act in this situation. <laughs> like, she's so very cat-like.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Calm down. Calm down. I can't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Farther down the hall, entering into the Guildmaster's office, Vale and Evil Anna. As you enter in, you see the Guildmaster here in Vermilion. Seated at the desk is Hidalgo Parita. She's a halfling human. She's in her early 60s. As far as look goes, I'm imagining very much like an older version of Lily from Star Trek First Contact, played by Alfred Woodard. She was a character who gave Picard a lot of sass. She still has very sharp eyes, and she is currently in an exasperating debate slash argument with a much, much, much younger guild member. Is this young kid. He's like 11 years old. He is small. He's got unkempt orange hair. And he is just frustrated at the situation. He has been partially withered. But also partially recovered. Because he is half human, half goblin. Or at least he once was. And you can see signs of like withering scars. Across parts of his face. And parts of his arms. He's currently arguing with Hidalgo that the guild needs to take proactive action. And Hidalgo is just like, that's not how we do things here. You know that. And then the two of you enter. And she looks up from the desk. Welcome. It'll be just a moment. Uh, Morello here is trying to do things his own way. He turns and sees the two of you. It's like, we got to do something. If the old lady doesn't want to, we should. What do Vale and Ilana want to do?
1: Veil vale knows protocol. Veil's going to stay quiet. In fact, like, mm-hmm. simply just step to the side, like, this is where I'll wait, right? um Yolanda is anxious to get things moving and understands that, like, part of what she's trying to achieve has got an element that could help him, but also doesn't want to piss anybody off. So she's very simply just looks at him and then thinks into his head. Doesn't say this out loud, but thinks into his head. Come back to the common room later. You may be able to help us. Our goals might be in line.
0: Hmm.
1: And she like makes solid eye contact before the Mm -hmm. speaking in his head happens.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. I think he understands where this is coming from. Like squints his eyes at you and he'll think back. He's not so... He is brash, but he knows a secret when he hears one. He's not completely untrained. And he says like, Anything to get back into action. He turns back to Hidalgo. I'll be back, old lady. We got to do something. And he gets up and he's just going to like storm off out of the room. Darwin, Aranis, Sam and Carolina. Uh, you hear the door slam open and slam shut. And this brash young kid enters the common room and he just kind of slumps down onto a couch and sits down. Just like, he pulls out a dagger and he's just like angrily sharpening it. Not, like, angrily, like, I want to kill someone, but just, like, frustrated. He eyes everybody else in the room. He's like, a lot of strangers in here today. Is there a convention?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, kid. You, uh, you look upset.
0: I've been on the sidelines long enough. I want some action. I want to do something.
2: You you know you're in the assassin guildhouse, right?
0: I'm an assassin, right?
2: So, Mm -hmm. not enough... (laughs) Action for you here?
0: All we do is contracts. That's not going to change anything. We got to do something without being told, you know?
2: Mm. Why are you an assassin?
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Roll persuasion. I don't know if he wants to listen to you.
2: That's the old man. Hey, I'm not that old.
0: You're way older than he is. He is 11.
2: I am way older than he is. Like a lot. (laughs) That. Is a 27.
0: He stopped sharpening his dagger for a moment. He just looked, she was like, Well, Grandpa, it pays the bills, and I'm good at it. Okay? I didn't ask to be the one earning money for the family, but here I am.
2: So you're gonna bite the hand that feeds you, huh?
0: I'm still thinking about it. Right now, I'm just frustrated.
2: You know what? I understand that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I know you're like I know you're like a kid, but um you ever heard of a town called Karami?
0: <laughs> well, he's just a kid and he's only lived here before. <laughs>
2: I know, I know. That's um, why that's why I asked no, 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 it the no, way no. I did. Because... He
0: has, but um, he hasn't heard the same history as, say, the people in Karami have.
1: Again, the reason why I wonder there's all those karami people in town.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: the traitorous city karami, yeah.
2: S- so, all right, what exactly are you wanting to burn down? You're saying we gotta do something about what, to whom.
0: <laughs> what does he want to burn down? What does he want to break down? Um,
2: if he thinks that karami are traitors, I gotta ask the question because I can't just assume that he wants to burn down the same thing we do.
0: <laughs> it's the history he's been taught.
2: Right, yeah. I know that.
0: Hmm. He'll keep it personal. He'll keep it a little bit close to his chest before we go back to Vale and Iolana. The ones who just let us wither away. Mm. Meanwhile, Vale and Iolana, back in Hidalgo's office. My apologies for Morello. He's full of energy. What brings you here?
1: Iolana's been to like this guild house before. I think when she started her research on Vale, she started here, right? Like, you start where they, where they... They being veiled started their life, right? So, unless I'm mistaken, I would assume that they have at least a, Iolana and the guildmaster have at least a, a working relationship at this point. Sure. And I have so no problem with that. She would step forward uh, and say, uh, well, Guildmaster Hidalgo, you know who I am. You know the purpose I serve for the guild and my rank within my area of the order, my Father, who is my direct superior and a very high-ranking member of my area of specialty mm-hmm. within the Inquisition, has been taken captive. And as of last correspondence, which was not too long ago, he is being held in possession by the king. We seek aid in trying to, uh, in trying to release him from his uh, captivity.
0: Well, Ilana, that may be a problem. Her I don't son. know how much...
1: Hmm? Sorry. She's she's very like, we need to get this going. So she's like, well, mm-hmm. how is that? Mm-hmm. What is the problem?
0: I know you haven't been around the city for a while, so I don't expect you to know. But over the past few years, the king, the palace, the royal family have been have been paying us for protection. Not against other people, but from ourselves are paying to be protected for immunity against contracts. So I'm not sure exactly how much we can do while maintaining that agreement. What did you have in mind?
1: is furious at this. Like, her naivete comes through here a little. But she's also an inquisitor, and she knows that uh, the idea of someone being paid to prevent in a contract against them is very... Uh, uncommon the mm-hmm. guild doesn't take money to protect people it takes money to kill people
0: like i said they're not protecting them against outside threats but just means they're not taking contracts against royalty at least mm. here in vermilion but yes it is very rare because it is very expensive and also you have to know who to contact within the guild
1: it's um it's throwing up red flags the inquisitor is now going into inquisitor mode and veil vale kind of leans against the wall. If they had both arms, they would be crossing their arms. But instead, just kind of like hugs their chest with their one arm. And Yulana goes, "Has this protection been approved by the higher ups within the guild?" Clearly insinuating like the Inquis- Inquisition has an ability to have direct line to like the like highest guild masters, and asking like, "Are you working within the rights that you're working within?"
0: It has been approved by me, which is the highest authority needed for anything at the city scale.
1: Mm. Mm. Yes, uh, that is true at the city scale. Well, what you're doing is a breach of guild protocol. Like, based on my understanding, and I am an inquisitor. Um,
0: I don't see how.
1: So then, I think you would be fine if I were to write to my superiors and make sure that the the guild master himself is aware of the choices you're making, knowing that you're preventing the freeing of a high level inquisitor.
0: Uh, out of character here real quick. When you say guild master, who exactly are you referring to?
1: There is like a highest level guild master, like a master of the guild. And I can't remember the term
0: right, that right, I created. Okay. I just want to make sure you weren't talking about like, Hey, my boss back home on the Island.
1: No, that's the I master mean, inquisitor. I, like
0: the guy ahead of your dad. But you just mean, like, the person who is in charge of all denouement everywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't run my decisions by them. If you feel like you need to contact them for anything, I'm not going to stop you. I think she knows at the very least this is a stall tactic on her part. Like, she knows, like, yeah, go ahead and try to contact the head of all assassins. Okay. Like, that'll, yeah. that's time right there. Hmm. Yeah. And. Um, hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless you uh, unless you want to do... Okay, actually, you know what? It's a fair argument. Iolana, persuasion or intimidation. This could be persuasion, like, hey, I'll keep you out of trouble, or this could be intimidation, like, I'm going to get you in trouble, unless... So go ahead, roll one of those two things.
1: Iolana was not prepared to be interrogating a guildmaster right now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, and so, this is not going to go well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, unless she rolls an 18.
0: Mm. Oh, what does that come to?
1: An 18. Oh.
2: <laughs> Gotta get man.
1: Well, if I had come prepared, I would have a bonus.
2: Let me at him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Arnis is in the other room, just like, I don't know, plotting fires with a child.
2: (laughs) I'm interrogating a child, (laughs) basically. What's your deal, kid?
0: Um, Let's see. So Hidalgo will say, look, we're not looking for any trouble with the Inquisition. We're not looking for any trouble with the guild at large. This is my city. I am free to accept deny contracts however I see fit, but if you really, really think you can convince the upper echelons of power that I'm wrong, by all means, I'll let you write them directly. Mm-hmm. So her consent, her concession here is like she will give you a means to contact this person outside of just mm-hmm. normal mail, like you won't have to wait for the post.
1: Uh, you want to take a moment, takes a breath and realizing she's now in a much more Tenuous social situation adjusts her psychic focus. Gotta love the bonus actions.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And says, "I don't. I don't deign to feel like I am entitled to address the guild hall master. I know the protocol here. My first step would be to reach out to. Give me a second. I want to use the right term here?
0: I'm very curious as to what this term is.
1: My First choice would be to reach out to the Grand Inquisitor, and as an Inquisitor myself, call an Inquisition on your guild hall.
0: (sighs) (sighs) Fucking narc. (laughs) I'm bringing IA in here. We're all under investigation.
2: and then I want
0: badge numbers. (laughs) She's she's doing some (laughs)
2: shady shit, man.
1: And then following your Inquisition, he could make his report to the Grand Master. Now, if you'd like to have us turn a blind eye, all we need is your assistance in freeing my father.
0: She sighs. Not completely giving up, but just... She does not need the Inquisition on her ass.
1: No one wants that.
0: She is, however, not giving in completely at this point. She's like... (sighs) fingers at the bridge of her nose just what kind of assistance
1: and with that like Yolana hasn't made the plan yunana hasn't the strategic knowledge to lead kind of the next step she simply holds her kind of hand out in that kind of like presenting gesture to veil vale. and veil vale stands up and nods to her like okay this is where i step in well, okay. we need reconnaissance Specifically how we can get into the palace and possibly if it's available where the flute is.
0: I'm sorry, flute? I thought you were doing this to save her father.
1: Her father is a djinn who has been trapped inside a flute.
0: Ah, that certainly makes more sense then. Here I was worried this was all about starting a band.
2: Somebody slap this woman. Just slap.
0: (laughs) You got... I.A. on her ass right now. Sorry if she makes one cutting remark.
2: (laughs) I'm just messing with you.
0: (laughs) She thinks about it and she's... I don't know how much that information we have or can get, but if you go in, if, if for some reason, if for any reason, a member of our guild were to end up in the palace, in the presence of any of the royal family, they would have to be acting on their own. Your membership, your permission would be disavowed if it came to it. Which I think Vale and Ilana knows means if they get caught, you yeah. can't really expect guild reinforcements to come get them.
1: Which is pretty standard.
0: Mm-hmm. She's just saying this up front.
1: After all their assassins. But she's especially saying, like, you're on your own, kid.
0: Like, they can give you some information. Yeah. Information is not necessarily damaging. Yeah. It's a fuzzy line. But if that's acceptable, that's the offer that she's putting forward. You can argue for more, of course. You can argue for less. That would be silly.
1: <laughs> Vale's going to take all this in and totally understand what she's saying and simply say, don't worry. If we get in and do what we need to do, your ass is covered.
0: I don't need to hear that. Not in a sense like shut up, but like the less I know, the less I can say. Whatever it is you're after, whatever it is your goal is, or what you will do along the way. She's like, if I don't know, I can't get in trouble.
1: Then I think we have an understanding.
0: Okay. Hidalgo doesn't necessarily have all this information at fingertips, Mm -hmm. um, but we can get to that in a moment. Outside, back in this common room, Darwin, Aranis, Sam and Carolina, you're out there with Morello. Who was a kid, just itching to go do some, do something, itching for action, and as Arnus is coaxed out of him, uh, against those who let the withering, like who just let the withering happen, like people are sick, people are dying, nobody's doing anything. That's his experience, anyways. Darvin or Arnis, is there anything else that you want to do with this kid? Like talk to him about. Hopefully, you don't want to toss him around or anything.
2: <laughs> Not me. I don't think I'll leave him to Arnis. Ernest um, is better with kids.
0: It's a role model.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, sure.
2: <laughs> oh no, that kid that was like my biggest fan. I was, I was kind of mean. Um, I, I don't. And at this point, dude, I've paid an assassin to like fuck somebody up. I don't think I'm a good role model. <laughs> mm, you had to do that.
0: Ooh. Did you though? Did I, though?
2: <laughs> Didn't give us much choice in that. I mean, we could have just fucked her up ourselves, but we didn't do that. Anyway, that's beside the point at the moment. Anyway, um, let's see. Ah, uh, hmm. Well, okay. I hear you, but you seem like you're itching for a fight, like, that could have started five minutes ago. Who are you planning on starting with?
0: Uh, like, no one in particular. Just feels like I have a little less tension when I'm sharpening my knife. That's all. I don't want to stab you if that's what you're worried about.
2: Oh, I'm really not. <laughs> um... <laughs> just in case you thought I was intimidated by this kid. No, I'm good. No. Um,
0: it's just these old folks are all so slow.
2: <sighs> no um, offense. Well, I'm not slow, so I'm not offended by your comment.
0: I meant old, not slow.
2: You didn't need to clarify. Child. Um, (laughs) So, okay. So they're slow.
0: Slow to act.
2: Slow to act. Okay.
0: You know, doing things by the rules.
2: Ooh, the rules. What kind of of action would you have anyone take?
0: I don't know, but I'm sure there's someone responsible. And whoever they are, we should probably stab them.
2: I think that would be unwise, child.
0: Um, Why is that unwise?
2: Because, just spitballing here, you need to consider all of the possibilities. See, what you're assuming is that whoever did this, they did it on purpose. You're assuming that it was a willful and knowing act, and that therefore they should be punished for it. But you're also discounting that... If they did it knowingly, perhaps they might know how to undo it. And so maybe stabbing them would be a bad idea. Second thing. Oh, I'm not done. (laughs) I'm not done.
0: Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
2: If they did it without knowing that they were doing it, meaning it was an accident, uh, did you pause to consider that perhaps they are trying to fix it? And that such a large problem takes a long time to solve.
0: Okay. I remember (laughs) here, there may have been a a miscommunication. Um, I'm not saying he knows that somebody started the withering, but he sure knows that there are people who have failed to act in the meantime. Mm. It's like, look, all I know is the doctors down in flower street, which the medic's guild, the doctors down in flower street, they aren't helping whoever's in the palace. They aren't helping. Nobody is doing anything to change anything. <laughs> if people are sick and dying and no one acts, doesn't matter who started it. It matters that nobody's doing anything about it. You know how many kids I've seen, like me, suffering, trying to get through this withering? Mm-hmm. I got a whole orphanage full of them. You see that every day? What? You just expect me to stop, be calm? No. I want to go tear something up.
2: Oh, I... Don't expect you to be calm about it, but you should probably know that while the doctors look like they're not doing anything, um, there's no cure. So there's not really anything that they can do. There is nothing that they can do to stop it. Like they can try all sorts of things, Mm -hmm. but there is there is literally nothing they can do to stop it. And the people in the palace, they're dying, too. So
0: all I know is nobody's trying. It's not that people are trying and failing, it's that nobody's trying.
2: How do you know? How do you know that? He
0: like, he like motions frustrated with his hand, like very frustrated motion with his hand. He's like, go to a hospital, go to a doctor's office, go to the orphanage. You find anyone, anyone being treated for the withering, I will I will give you everything I own. I guarantee you, not one doctor in there is treating somebody for this. Not one medic. I mean at the orphanage, we're doing our best to comfort people, but we don't have a cure. We don't, we don't have a way to stop it.
2: Exactly. There is no cure.
0: But we're not doctors.
2: No. Those I'm doctors you, aren't even trying. Kid, there is no cure.
0: And there's not going to be one if nobody's trying.
2: Kiddo, take it from an old man. I know a lot more than you. There's no <laughs> I cure. I
0: don't know about that.
2: <laughs> oh, don't don't huff at me, child. I do know more than you, especially about this. There's no cure. <laughs> And the fact that you're not asking me how I know tells me that you're, you are a child.
0: Who yeah. Nobody ever thought to <laughs> think
2: critically. Huh. yeah. Cool.
0: You know, that's not something he's concerned about. <laughs> what's he going to do? What's he going to say? He's going to say, well, even know, if there's not a cure that sucks, but if people aren't trying and he just <laughs> stabs his dagger down into the arm of the chair and just like folds his arms like, Hmm. Huff That's all Morello is gonna do for the moment
2: That's all he's got
0: Well you're all being like don't be such a child And he just wants to Yeah he wants to act out
2: He wants to, he wants to break to stuff I get he it does. I get it um, Okay look mm-hmm. Perhaps I was unfair I know that there's no cure Because I've been where you are He's still. He's partially withered right
0: um, I, I remember he's... that yeah, he's got, like, scars from the withering. Okay. From, like, as Arnis experienced with his elven parts withering and falling away. Right. He experienced it with his goblin side. Got it. Just on a much slower basis. So well, some of the like scars like are a little bigger. Forced. Some of them are a little deeper. <laughs> yeah, yours happened super quick. But yeah.
2: Okay. I've, I've been where you are. I had half of me taken away. And I know, I know that it's frustrating. And I know it feels like there is no movement happening. And I know it feels like old people are slow. And you know what? You're right. We are. And the unfortunate part of being old is that you know too much. And so you can see problems for what they are, which is insurmountable, maybe. And so, because you can see it, it takes you a long time to come up with a solution. It doesn't mean that you're not working on it, but it sure as hell looks like you're not. And so I get it. And I'm sorry I was mean to you.
0: <laughs> he softens a little bit, but he's he's at that young, stubborn age where he's like, I don't want to show that I'm softening. So, hmm. Like a little bit of a smile, but you see the tension kind of loosen from his arms. Yeah, I mean, he's not, like, angry at a specific person. It's just, uh, he's tired of some bullshit. Oh, back in Hidalgo's office. Ilana and Vale, is there anything else that you want to do right here with Hidalgo at this moment?
1: I think the final thing is just, like, arranging for the delivery of, of intelligence to them. Like, they fully understand that they're hmm. not getting it now, and probably...
0: Okay, um, are you staying in the guild house?
1: That was the plan. Mm-hmm.
0: well... Vail, as it so happens, your old room is available at the moment. You're welcome to stay there. Feel free to use the courtyard, practice, to stretch, however you see fit. Once you leave this building, though, and go off on this little errand of yours, you'll be on your own. Yeah, the intel can be provided to you at some point. Is there anything else?
1: I feel like Vale and you'll want to understand the situation, I just, like, player wise want to clarify my understanding like yeah sure i just want to clarify the insinuation is like you will not get help from us directly once you go down this path right but not that like this is an act against the guild,
0: right this isn't you abandoning the guild this is you or sorry this is more hidalgo turning a blind eye to some actions that may happen okay she understands like there's a member of the inquisition being held captive that's not cool but we've also got this contract with the king and the royals not to do anything.
1: Which also like totally makes sense. I think to veil at that side of it makes sense to Yolana being an inquisitor, the side of it she sees is like, well, I'm used to working outside the guild. I'm just working outside the guild again. Right. Mm-hmm. So they both understand it from different perspectives. I just as a player wanted to make sure my understanding mm-hmm. was
0: on the same. level. Yeah. This isn't either of you giving up membership. This is just a little bit of a freelance operation is all. Okay. It's a little bit of cool. a black op, if you want to put it into more... Assassin
1: black op. Military. Like the blackest of ops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. What if there's nothing else?
1: Actually, no. There's one other thing. Vale just wants to confirm that they have access to the armory, because they're coming up a little short on crossbow bolts right now.
0: Yeah. You're a guild member. Until you do something to prove otherwise. Okay. You have access to the facilities here.
1: And like at some point in this kind of wrapping up the nuts and bolts conversation, Vale and Iolana would share that they do have companions traveling with them that are in the space. They will be kept within Vale's quarters mm-hmm. and policed. No. and Policed. <laughs> Reigned in. I'm not going to use policed. They will be reined in and follow all guild protocol while they're present.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It should all go sighs like oh and there's guests <sighs>
1: they don't like Hidalgo
0: I think as you're leaving Hidalgo's office she puts her elbow on the desk and just hand to the face and she's like oh, just... oh, inquisition oh, always gotta complicate things Yeah, Valen Iolana can return out to the common room with Darvin Arnas, Sam, Carolina and now Morello is there anything that people want to do before we wait for intel? This is the biggest city on the continent. There are countless resources here.
1: No, I think um, Vale and Iolana's plan is to get their rest in now while they're waiting for the intel because they're probably going to have to move on it quickly, knowing that the king's making an important announcement. And Yolana's fear is that the announcement's going to have something to do with whatever he's going
0: to do with her father.
2: Yup. I think that fear is not unfounded.
0: Um, Okay, I didn't expect Valor Iolana to leave the guild house because as Hidalgo said, once you go out, you're operating on your own. But the rest of the party, however, are not guild members.
2: Uh you know, it's it's been a while since I was like the public face of anything, but I still feel like it's a bad idea for me to just be roaming around. Like that mm-hmm. seems like it seems like a poor idea for people to know that I'm here, like sh- on the off op- even like if it's a minor chance that I get recognized. It seems like a bad idea to risk it.
0: What about you, Darwin? No, it just seems like I would find a way to get into trouble. (laughs) I can't think of any good to outweigh that risk. Fair, fair. I don't know how you would get into trouble either, but I believe in you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm pretty good at it. um, Or if you did want to go visit say, uh, Temple Decorum. Is certainly available. Um, any of the gods, really. Each of the boroughs definitely has at least one magnificent church to the god associated with that specific uh, group or aspect. There's definitely a temple to Rabillo over in the, the land borough. There's definitely a church of Gostrom in the monstrosity borough, which is also off limits at the moment. I'm sure that'd be super fun. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Um, But then there's also just, like, you want to go out and get food and not have to deal with whatever they're serving here. If you want to go out and get drunk or, like, go play at a bar. Or if you want to go try to find some of those friends and acquaintances that you saw while going through the Grand Passage. If not, we're all just here. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I'm okay just being here. Okay.
2: I mean, I'm not. I would love to, like go drinking and play in a bar and go talk to all about why he's in the capital, but I'm not going to do any of that.
1: Get your rest okay. on people.
2: We got yeah. big action ahead of us. Instead, I'm going to go Shreepy. <laughs> <laughs> it okay.
1: it's, it's like into the evening too, because we started coming through yeah. the districts at dark. Yeah. You I waited until take nightfall.
2: A nap. I'm going to take a nap.
0: All right. Cool. Vale, do you tell everybody that this is your old? These are your old quarters where you and your mom used to stay. Who wants to sleep on Vale's old bed?
1: No, no, that is not something Vale's comfortable sharing with anyone. If there's anyone they would share it with, it's this group. And no. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: Mm -hmm. Ilana already knows. So yeah.
1: In fact, what probably happens is like Vale's milling about, and Ilana's like, "Hey, this is this is Vale's room, by the way."
2: Arnish just makes really big eyes and like starts to say something like, ah, 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 and then decides he can't figure out what to say <laughs> yeah. and just goes, I see how many air. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> <Fine>.
0: <laughs> I think as the six of you enter into Vale's old quarters, Sam and Carolina take a quick look around and they're just like, well, there is no privacy here. Um, <laughs> We will go find uh, arrangements elsewhere. We're going like, to go find a hotel or a bed and breakfast or something. I mean, they'll let you know where they're staying. Like You can find them tomorrow if you want. But uh, they don't want to share a small living space with four other people when they haven't seen each other in potentially a long while.
1: Can't keep for you reasons. In your pants for one night? Seriously? Dude. It's oh, Sam, I right know.
2: Well, it's not just that it's Sam. Okay, it's well, like, there's that. But like, it's they have a long-term wife.
0: relationship, and at the very least, you know that it's been like probably a couple months since they've seen each other. Mm, like potentially years. <laughs>
1: and we all may die tomorrow. I get it. I get it. Vale's like seriously, you can't keep it in your pants for one night because Vale's goal oriented.
2: Did you? Do you actually say that, or do you just like kind of give a look?
1: It's a look. It's very much, it's, uh-huh. but that's what the look says. But as they're leaving, Veil's not going to say it out loud. Arnis All is right. going
2: to wait for the door to shut and just be like, dude.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I think when Sam and Carolina leave, they will both be in their separated forms. So we will have Sniffins and we will have Scratch, like just walking alongside them or like Scratch up on Carolina's shoulder. So that way they just look like two people walking through with their pets. Nothing to draw attention to. Good. And they will go find a place.
2: So many questions. <laughs> I have so many questions that are so inappropriate. I can't even ask them.
0: Well, by all means, go track them down. Find nope. the B&B that they're nope. staying at and nope. just peek in through the window and start nope. asking questions. Hey, nope. what's going on in there, guys? <laughs> um... nope. <laughs> nope. Nope, 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 nope,
2: nope, 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 nope. Nothing to see.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay. But yeah, when the time comes and you need to get back together, they can meet you out on the street. Julio. yeah. Yeah, no problem. I'm not worried about you guys being separated at this point, because you haven't done anything too illegal and haven't hidden the bodies from. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And those bodies will be found at some point, but it'll be a while. They don't go through and sweep those buildings every day or anything. I'm so... Until they need to. Until they figure out, like, oh, that guy never came back. Or until there's some, like, boyfriend-girlfriend who's like, they never came home last night. <laughs> yeah. Other than resting, is there anything people are doing tonight?
1: Nope. Sleep. I think, uh, before they t- turn in, both Iolana and Vale would do their normal, like, guild journaling and then call it a night. Iolana would also turn to her Journal of Secrets. And write a quick note to her father just saying, you know, we are in the capital. We're collecting intelligence. With luck, the next time you hear from me, we'll be in person.
0: Okay. I've got something to add on to that. But first, Darvin, is there anything that you're doing tonight?
2: Nope. Any just
0: conversations? Lunch. Any prayers?
2: Nope. Nothing like that.
0: Okay. Okay. So, well, if everybody's heading to bed, and Iolana is writing in her journal and her book of secrets in order to share some information with Huracan. As everybody's lying down, this is a bit cramped. This place was never meant for four people who weren't sharing beds. So I imagine there are people sleeping on the couch or sleeping on the floor. Vale and Perseverance certainly had their own beds in here. But outside of that, I don't know. But that's fine for the night. You know, one night sleeping on a couch isn't going to do anything. One night sleeping on the floor isn't going to ruin your rest. But Ilana is writing in this shared journal to your father, to Huracan, and leaving your message. You turn the page to find that there is already a message waiting there for you. It's new, certainly. I don't know if these things are dated or not. I can't remember, but this is a new message. And it's a very short one from your father. And it may be the last one that he gets to write in here. Because on that page, it says, No matter what you hear, tomorrow. I am not a hero. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 Governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at SkyrenPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reconos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at DibberMusic.com and on Twitter at DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrim.